Good morning, Wailing Daughters of the King. Good morning. Um, I would like to start off by introducing myself this morning. My name is Stephanie, and um, I give God all the glory, honor, and praise this morning. I, I do. I give him all the honor, and glory, and praise this morning. Um, first of all, he got us up this morning. He gave us life this morning. So I thank him that I am amongst the living this morning. Um, I would like to thank Apostle Joanne for giving me the opportunity um, to speak this morning with the Wailing Daughters of the King and on this line. Um I would like to bless everyone. Um, just give, I give my blessings to everyone that um, joins in this morning. I thank you. I thank you. Um, I'm going to just continue to praise God for a minute. Lord God, I just thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. I thank you for who you are, God. Hallelujah, God. You are and impotent, God. You are omnipresent, God. Hallelujah, God. You never leave me nor forsaken me, God. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you for loving me, God. When I thought that no one else loved me, God. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord God, for strengthening me, God. I thank you, God, for pouring your spirit on me, God. I thank you for the courage, Lord God, that you have installed in me, God. I thank you, Father. I thank you, God. You are so gracious, God. You are so merciful, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. And I thank you, God, that you are the lover of my soul, God. You are my first love, Lord God. And I just thank you, Lord God, that I was your first love, God. Hallelujah, God, that I am the apple of your eye, God. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord God. And I thank you, God, for this morning once again, Father. I thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Mm, Lord God. I repent, Father, for things that I said, Lord God, things that I did knowingly and unknowingly, Lord God, things that I was totally and fully aware of, God. I repent, Father for not pleasing you, God, for being in my flesh, God, in um, a multitude of things, God. I ask for forgiveness, Lord God. I ask you, Lord God, to forgive me, God, mm, Lord, for um, the years that I put my children in harm and danger. Lord God, I ask for forgiveness. that for not um, totally they were gifts from you, God. They are gifts from you, God, and not protecting the gifts how I should have, God. Mentally, God, physically, God, I ask for forgiveness more. But I just um, thank you, God. I thank you, God, that you are a forgiving God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Mm. 
Yeah. Lord God, I ask that during um, my time this morning with the uh, willing daughters of the king, Lord God, that you decrease me, God, so that you may be increased, Lord God. Lord God, I ask that you have your way through me, God. Lord God, that you speak, Lord God, that either God, you might either download um, information, Lord God, that I might be missing, Lord God, that you download it to me, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord God. Mm, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for... Uh, given your only beginning son, as he was our, the ultimate sacrifice for us, Lord. I thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Jesus, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I say amen. 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 Um, good morning. Um, again, um, I decided to speak about what I'm going to speak about. Um, honestly, it's more healing for me. And um, I hope and pray that it might do the same for someone else on this line. Um, my title is Damaged, Broken, But the healing has begun. Okay. Um, last night as I was um, in the Word, I turned to the back of my Bible and um, it was a list of things on about where to turn. So I just want to um, these scriptures. Um, I'm not going to read them, but I will give the scripture um, because I do have scriptures uh, for the word that I'm going to give this morning um, about my story. So uh, the first uh, on the list is when you take physical, when you face physical damage. And that came from Acts. 27, 13 is 26. These are um, scriptures you could go to that I should have gone to these scriptures during the time that um, in the things that I was faced with at that time. Uh, the next one is when are you discouraged? Second Corinthians chapter 1, 3. To 11. Uh, when are you afraid? Psalm 27. When are you feeling shame? Proverbs 28, 13. When you feel no one understands? Hebrew 4, 14 through 16. When you want to take revenge? Romans 12, Verse 19, when you feel weak, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, 
when you experience trouble, Second Corinthians 1, verse 3 through 11, when you're feeling bitter, Hebrews 12 and 15, when you feel like giving up, Luke 11, 5 13, when you doubt your worth, Psalms 139, 13 through 18, and when you carry a heavy load, Matthew 11, Verses 28 through 30. And uh, again, that was reference that uh, I received at, um, from the back of my Bible that I, I at the time I should have, you know, it would have helped me uh, get through the things that I was, go- I was going through at the time. So, um, Um, I'm gonna. It's about abuse, physical, verbal abuse that um, I had faced during um, the time of my life, and actually, um, this was a part of my life that began in 1988 through approximately. Um, 2003. So um, that's the time of my life that this took place. Um, so uh, the word abuse is used to describe the mistreatment or misuse of virtually anything. We speak of abuse of trust, drugs, institution, and objects. These forms of abuse are sinful for the same reason that abuse directed at people is sinful. Such mistreatment is motivated by selfishness and results in damage and destruction. Examples of emotional abuse include verbal attacks, criticism, favoritism, manipulation, deceit, threats, and withheld and withheld expressions of love. The Bible regards abuse as sin because we are called to love one another. John 13, verse 34, and the ESV version says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as 
I have loved you. You also are to love one another. Okay. So I'm going to um, take y'all on a journey of uh, my past and um, what I'm hearing from still today. Um, so I met this guy. Um, when I met him, I thought he was uh, good-looking, clean-cut, you know, um, just nice. That was the attraction that I had for him. So um, we started dating, and um, we started the courtship, and instantly the abuse started. I mean, like, it, it just started. And um, for the life of me, when it started, I I didn't know why I didn't pull back from him. But I had always said to, you know, myself and probably said it to my sisters because my mom's marriage was, you know, to our father. You know, it was abuse. We had, a, you know, um, that in our home. So I would say, to myself, to my sisters, I'm never going to um, let no man do that to me, treat me like that. But here I go, um, you know, allowing the same thing. So um, I ended up getting pregnant, and mind you, I already had a child um, by someone else. And I ended up getting pregnant by this, my abuser. And um, it was a baby boy. Oh, this man, he loved his child. He loved his son so much. Um, and the relationship continued on. Um, we ended up shacking up, moving in, shacking up, not married, um, I ended up having another child by him, which was a daughter. And he loved his kids. He loved his his children. And I'm emphasizing that. His children he loved. And um, still um, in this relationship, he became very disrespectful, um, even more abusive, um, there was times where uh, I would make trips to the emergency room because of the abuse. Uh, the first um, trip to the emergency room was an Easter Sunday. I remember this so vividly. Um, it was an Easter Sunday. My mom had dinner at her house. Um, so me and the kids had went, and um, his son, he he was a child that act up or mom. So uh, he was acting up at my mom's house. So I took him back home, and we lived in New York. So from where we lived and where my mom lived, it was a ten minute walk. So I, t- I took this boy back home and telling his father, like, 
he's acting up, so he has to stay here with you. So then I was uh, proceeding to leave to go back to my mom's house. My mom had cooked dinner. My um, family was there. So as I'm leaving out the door, he hits me in my head, and as I remember, was myself sliding down the wall, and that was the first uh, incident where I had to go to the hospital where he actually busted my head, and I had to get stitches. Um, I've been to the hospital for fractured ribs, um, and this was the biggest thing for me. Um, it was an incident where I wasn't feeling well, and my stomach it was just like in my stomach was just hurting, hurting, hurting for days. It was hurting, and I was, you know, still getting up, going to work, and everything. And the pain just was getting more severe day by day. So I told him, I said, I'm just not feeling good. I need to go to the hospital. So I, and he ended up taking me to um, the ER, and, you know, the first thing they asked, are you pregnant? And um, I was not pregnant. Um, so they did the um, vaginal exam, and the doctor comes back and tells me that I have chlamydia. And um, I think I blacked out. I blacked out. I know I was having a fit over it and, and couldn't believe it. And I know I had blacked out because when I came to, you know, the curtains were drawn, but people were, and I mean people like nurses in, that worked in um, the ER, they were walking and walking by and just looking in at me. And, you know, so I know I acted, I acted up in there. So um, when, when he came back to get me from the hospital, the doctor put him to the side and, and told him how destroyed I was. He didn't care. He got in the car to go home, and I'm like, you gave me a disease, and he denied it. Um, I had a black eye. It, it was just an awful relationship, but I stuck, uh, I just was, like, didn't know at the time why I was staying. Um, a lot of it, I look back of it, at it, a lot of it was fear. He did this to me. Um, he did this to my family members. I thought he had so much power, and he did have power in in manipulated me and all of that over my life. And where was my mom at the time? My mom, she was there. Her door was always open. When I had to come and run there with my kids, her door was always open for me. It was always open, but somehow I would end up back at our place because the kids, you know, they wanted to go home. I took them out of their comfort zone. So they wanted to go home. Um, and here I go back in that same cycle. I'm afraid. Um, 
he was um, doing drugs, cocaine, and um, he would spend his money on the, doing the drugs and and um, some of my money too. I would have to hide my money. Um, his mom was aware of uh, things going on. She she was aware of the abuse, and she would tell me, Stephanie, when you get paid, if it's $10, $20, take it and hide it. Start hiding your money so you can get yourself and them kids out of there. You know, so... Um, our moms, they, they knew, and it was me. They in there, they in there taking it and everything. And um, I'm just, like, I was just so afraid, so afraid. Um, then finally, as the years went by, um, he started uh, cheating, we lived in an apartment building. He started cheating with a woman um, that lived in the other a twin building he had. So she lived in the other building. And my sister, my oldest sister, she lived in the building also. So um, the woman had the audacity to tell a friend of my sister what was going on, and some nights in my bedroom, the, the blinds would be way, like, cool, drawn up, and when I go in the bedroom, you know, to go to bed, I would close the, the you know, pull the blinds back down, but at that time, he had left, he would leave when those blinds were drawn, so my sister had told me that the blinds were drawn to let him know that he could come over to that woman's apartment. That was their secret code. So uh, once I found that out now, out of all the craziness, the the hitting, the fighting, the belittling, the all of that, the cheating part is what changed me, what changed my mindset with him. So... Um, I started cheating. I, I started cheating. I, I met a man working. I fell in love with him. Um, so that's how I got out of the relationship. I, I had to leave my kids. Um, I had to leave my kids with him because every time when I would take my kids, they wanted to come back home, like I said. So I left, and I stayed with my mom, and then eventually I got my own place, and um, he held on to the kids. You're not getting them. You're not getting them. And then I started I started going through therapy then, and um, the therapist said, you know, he, you know, basically he didn't really want the kids. He was just holding on to them. So thinking that I would come back, but I never did. I never went back. So eventually, months, months, months later, um, he gave in, and the kids came, and um, 
moved with me. I had a two-bedroom apartment, so the kids came and lived with me. Um, that's when I left. I, it, I still was fearful, and I had uh, made my kids promise that they wouldn't tell him where he lived. And I said, if your dad asks where we live, tell him we live with Nana. We, we live with Nana. So um, I I never knew if he did ask them or whatever, but um, I was so fearful. I, I was afraid. I was afraid. But before my kids had um, came to live with me, um, I had the apartment for three months. And I would go home, go there from work, and then when it got dark, I would leave the place. That's how afraid I was that the kids had slipped up and told him. And um, I would go to my mom's and spend the night, you know, or with this man that I had fell in love with. So, um, you know, the fear had um, consumed me, but um, so the scripture that I'm um, going to read uh, based on that fear that I had, you all know it well in the Second Timothy first chapter, verse 7, and that um, came from King James Version, and it's for God have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So um, pertaining to that fear back then, if I was walking with God, I knew God, I believed in God. And um, if I was walking with God, I'm, uh, I could have stood on that scripture. Um, also, I'm just going to go back because it was uh, uh, something that I left out. Thank you, Lord. Um, so what really made me leave also was him forcing himself on me sexually. And um, I said to God one day, I said, God, if you do this one more time, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave, and I'm not going to come back. And he did it for the last time. And I remember uh, I got dressed, went to work, and um, I just left with the clothes on my back. And I never went back, not to live there. I never went back. But my kids was there, so I would go and, you know, whip them up some dinner real quick, you know, check on them, and then I would leave. And the therapist said to me, stop doing that. You cannot do that because he's going to get angry. One day when you try to walk out that door, he may get angry and, you know, keep you there. So I I listened to her and I stopped going, you know, and, and... um, things stopped, you know, started changing with him. And um, like I said, the month started going by, and he uh, just let the kids 
eventually come and live with me. Um, so that that's my story of um, the abuse that I went through, and um, then oh, Jesus help me. Um, after I left, I was dating um, a gentleman. Um, he wasn't abusive, but he was a cheater. And um, so one evening, we were at my place. The kids weren't there this evening. Um, and the Holy, it was like the Holy Spirit. At the time, I didn't know it was the Holy Spirit. But it was just something in me just told him to leave, to get out. But, of course, it wasn't kind like that. And so the next day when I went to work, I I um, called him and I said, I need to come and talk to you. So I did and I asked him, was he seeing other women? And he told me, yeah. So that, when that relationship ended and I started finding my self-worth at that point, like, I'm not going to share you because he did. He said, can we comfort my husband? No. You know, so I did start finding um, self-worth in myself at that time. Okay, so um, years went by. So the behavior, and, and I call this learned behavior, and I became abusive through my language, even physical um, abuse. I, I started um, hitting, and, you know, um, in my next relationship, like my serious next relationship, and that was with my husband. I had um, we were friends when we were younger, teenage friends, just friends, but then. Um, Years later, he had he was married at one time, and um, and moved to Arizona. He had children from another relationship, and but somehow we got together, but we saw each other differently, other than friends, and um, so, but thank God he he was a good man. But I was the abusive one in the relationship, speaking to him sideways, disrespecting him, um, even uh, my temper my temper would rise so that I would strike him, but he never would hit me back. And I thank God for that. I thank God that he was the man that he was. And um, we knew God. We knew God, both of us, but we weren't walking with God, so we were shacking up. And then um, we started to um, have interest in God, like being drawn to God. And um, so we ended up getting married. There's still the abuse was going on in the marriage. And um, I thank God 
that I started changing. And I wasn't looking as much at my husband as um, the head of the house, you know, the man of God that God had called him to be. I wasn't looking at him like that for a long time. And then, like I said, God just started changing me. And I started respecting my husband. I started um, loving him, you know, because I saw how much he loved me. And during the years before our walk with God, I did not believe that he loved me. I didn't trust him. It it was a, you know, that carried on for, from the abusive relationship. And most of our time together, most of it, carried um, the the abuse and everything, that behavior had carried over into my relationship with my husband. But I thank God that he had patience with me and that he, that's how I knew that this man truly loved me. He truly did love me. Um, so, yeah, that that's how um, most of our marriage went. Um, until we started walking with God, going to church, joining the, the church. Um, we both uh, got filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, so, you know, things started changing in our marriage. Um, so, uh, that's how... The marriage went. Um, eventually, my husband did get sick, and um, coming this August, it would be a year. August night will be an anniversary of his passing. But um, I miss him so much. I do. I miss him so much because not only. Was he my husband? He was my confidant. He was my friend. Um, I, I I really trusted him. Um, he he did. He treated my kids like they were truly his kids. Um, so I I just had great respect for him and um, love for him. So um, that's my story. Um, I do um, have another scripture, and um, that is Mark chapter 11, verse 25, and this is from the the AMPC. Version. And when 
whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him and let it drop. Leave it. Let it go in order that your Father, who is in heaven, may also forgive you your own failings and shortcomings and let them drop. So, um, yeah, that's when the bitterness came in. So um, it went on for years. Um, in my heart, the bitterness for um, my kids that um, the abuser could uh, refer to him as. Um, then I realized that I had to forgive him to free myself of him. And also, um, I didn't want to um, become, you know, sick in my body for holding on that bitterness, not forgiving. Um, It took me some time for me to forgive him. Um, He had uh, moved to Charlotte. That's where I'm, I'm living now. And he had moved to Charlotte um, to be after his mom had passed and, and to uh, be closer to his children. But um, So there would be, like, things that my son would have at his house, um, his daughter's birthday party. So, you know, we would go, and me and him would be in the same room, and... Um, I knew that I had forgave him because we could sit and have a conversation and, um, you know, just be able to conversate. And I I, I pray for him. I pray for his health. And, um, you know, I I truly forgave this man. Um, And one day he said to me in this, like, I guess it was his way of, whew, asking for forgiveness, but not asking for forgiveness. He said to me, Seth, that, you know, when we were together back then, he said, I had the devil in me. He said, I was the devil back then. And that's just what he acted like. You know, I didn't respond to it or whatever, but I think that was his way of um, asking for forgiveness. Um, but I thank God through all of that that I went through with him. I thank God that I made it. Like, um, there were so many women who did not make it, and I was one who did. So I thank God for that, and I thank God for um, changing me, and he's still working on me. I thank the Lord for that. I thank him, I thank him for um, never um, taking his hand off of me, not even when I didn't even know that 
his hand was on me, I thank the Lord. I thank God for that. And um, I just hope and pray that um, I just thank you all for listening because um, this, like I say, is part of healing for me to be able to talk about it. Um, it was shameful. It was um, the um it, it just had me at a low point of my life, you know. For um, having a listening ear for me this morning. And um, my last scripture that um, I want to come with this morning is Psalms. 139, verse 14, and this is coming from the NLT. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. And um, my closing would be um, Wailing Daughters. We are precious and awesome and meaningful. How God made us that's a fact. You should be in awe about that. So once again, I thank you for um, your time this morning. And also, I just want to um, say that, you know, if anybody uh, on this line uh, going through that, any kind of verbal, Physical, you are worth more than that. You are so much worth more than that. And God loves you, and God does not want you to um, go through that. He didn't create you for um, anything like that. Um, or, or if you know uh, a young woman that might be going through abuse, uh, reach out, reach out to them, encourage them, be any kind of um, help you can for them. There are uh, safe houses for women and children that might be facing situations like that. Because um, so many women have um, left this earth 
from the hands of uh, abusive men. So um, thank you all again. And God bless you all. Thank you all.